0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on today's broadcast of the Word Podcast. We've been looking in the book of Galatians. and In the book of Galatians, there's two major things going on. Um, there was a struggle between what the true gospel was. Okay. You'll remember this. there have been people who'd come in that had perverted the truth of the gospel. And they said this, you have to have Jesus plus something else. It's as simple as that. You have to have faith in Jesus plus something else. And their particular instance, that plus was, uh, the law, the Jewish law. And you had to have the sign of covenant of that law, which was circumcision. And, uh, then the other thing that was being spoken of was you have a choice between true gospel and the law and the freedom and the liberty that comes with that true gospel and the law. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, that doesn't really apply to us too much today. Oh, yes, it does. Because... Uh, uh, For the most part, our churches are bound by law, by the law of man, by things that go so far beyond anything the scripture says. And so we've been looking at that, whether we've been walking in freedom or we're walking in uh, the law and the bondage and the slavery of that law. And so we're going to pick up in Galatians where we left off last time in the fifth chapter. And if you remember the last verse we looked at, it was verse 18 said this. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Okay, that is just a very succinct synopsis of everything. If you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The next verse says this, now, okay, it starts with now. And I'm just going to tell you, he's going to talk about one thing, which we'll cover today. Then he'll talk about another thing, which we'll cover tomorrow, okay? Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident, So he's talking already in the previous part of uh, chapter 5 about how the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And now he says, the deeds of the flesh are evident. In other words, I don't really have to delineate all these things. Nobody really has to explain these things. Nobody really has to lay them out. And it's sort of interesting because even uh, folks who profess to be atheist, okay, because, uh, you know, you'll see people all the time, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist. I don't think there is a God. Uh, I don't think there really are atheists. I just think there are people who are deceiving themselves because of what it says in Romans, the first chapter, that there's two testimonies that God has given all of mankind. One of the testimonies is external. You can look at creation and from creation, know that there is a creator. But then the second one is this. It is internal that the Lord has placed within every human being an awareness that he exists. That God exists. And so when someone says that they're an atheist, they're literally just denying what is within them. And that's the reason they're so angry and so belligerent and so hateful. You know, if you really don't believe there's a God, then why are you so upset? Because somebody's praying to something that you don't believe exists. You know what I mean? It's because there's an internal struggle right there. But you can actually go to an atheist and say, well, in that case, then you don't think there should be any law or anything that I can kill whoever I want to. And they'll go, no, 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 you can't murder. Well, why not? Well, it's against the law. Well, whose law? Well, man's law. Well, what's man's law based upon? And you find out that it goes back to the Word of God. And so what he's saying right here is that these deeds of the flesh are evident. Even unbelievers – will agree that these are the flesh these deeds of the flesh are not necessarily good. And here they are: The deeds of the flesh are evident which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envyings, drunkenness, carousing. And you think, man, that's quite a list right there. And, you know, there's a lot of people who would sit there and go, uh, well, you know, I don't think I've really committed any of those right there. I really don't think I've had an outburst of anger. I really don't think that I'm jealous over something or envying. which is sort of interesting, the words right there. If I remember this correctly, jealous means that you're jealous that somebody's got something. Envy means that you really hate them because they've got it. You know, you want it, that type of thing, okay? But there's something here. Drunkenness, carousing. Yeah, you may not have done all these things right here, but listen to this next part. And things like these. So this is not a type of list that you say, okay, I haven't done any of these things right here, so I'm fine. No, no, these are just examples. And Paul's saying that the deeds of the flesh are evident. Even those in the world would acknowledge this and would agree that these are things which are not in the best interest of relationship between mankind. Envy and drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. And then Paul says this, of which I forewarn you. Just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is a powerful, powerful statement right there. And it's one that gives us a lot of insight into issues that we deal with today. Okay? And you see this phrase in Galatians, you see it over in John's writing in 1 John, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, let's take an easy one, okay? For instance, what if you had an outburst of anger? And people will say, okay, well, I, you know, you sin, and sometimes you have an outburst of anger. And, and they act like that the it's the spirit of Flip Wilsonism jumped upon them. You know, the devil made me do it, that type of thing. Basically, we sin because we want to. As believers, we sin because we want to, not because we have to. It's because we want to, because we stepped outside of the abiding of the Lord Jesus, as we spoke about the last time, because we have chosen not to be led by the Spirit, but to be led by the flesh. But there's outbursts of anger, and then there's outbursts of anger. What it's saying is this, if the pattern and practice of someone's life is that they have outbursts of anger all the time, they're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Let's take another one. What about disputes, dissensions, and factions? Let's say that someone is a a fine, upstanding member of their church and they're in leadership positions and they're highly esteemed within the church, but behind the scenes and underneath everything, they are the ones that are sowing seeds of dissension. They are the ones that are fueling the fires and the flames of faction. The Lord's saying this, you will not inherit the kingdom of God if you practice such things if it is your pattern and practice of behavior to do that, you will not inherit the kingdom. And what he's saying is you're not really saved. You may be very religious. You may say that you believe. What about immorality, impurity, sensuality? You know, if you look up each one of these words and see what they mean, they cover a lot of things that were under the old law. But let's say that someone says, well, I think that I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm saved, I go to church, but I believe there's nothing wrong with my homosexual lifestyle and that God made me this way and I'm okay because of it. The Lord is saying no because in the scripture he makes it very clear that that is an abomination to the Lord. He says you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, what if somebody else comes along and says, well, I like my heterosexual relationships. I like multitudes of them. The Lord says, if that's your pattern and your practice of behavior, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I think the good news is this. I highly suspect that God's timing is far more gracious than man's timing. And what I mean by this is he doesn't tell us exactly how long a pattern and practice of behavior is. In other words, somebody may have been doing something for a period of years and decades and all of a sudden realize, wait, that's the spirit that's been convicting me all this time. I got to quit doing that. And they repent, and the Lord says, welcome home, my child. Quite often, we as the body of Christ, we find out about something. We want to give them two seconds repent, and that's it. See what I'm saying? The bottom line, what he's saying with this is, if you practice these things as the pattern of your life, but you profess to be a believer, you're really not. Because he says, those who uh, practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Tell you what, go read Galatians 5 between now and when you lay down upon your night bed and really take this before the Lord. And and there's going to be things in all of our lives, I suspect, that we'll say, Lord, forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. He will. And then press on. Uh, Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. Pass the word. Get other folks in here with us. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.